and welcome to My Doc Journey. For those of you who have been following the podcast, I'm so glad you're still with me. And for those of you who are maybe just finding the podcast now, welcome. We are essentially at the beginning of season three right now. This is uh, May 2020. So today I'm going to give you an update on what's been happening in Madagascar and um, where we're at with the film. Uh, I'm going to update you on what I've been doing over the past year while we've been unable to film. And also I have a hard-earned lesson to share with you from the past year. So for those of you who are new to My Doc Journey, this podcast follows the production of my first feature film, which is uh, titled Voice of Vanilla, which is about women vanilla farmers in Madagascar and the struggles they face to grow this crop, vanilla, and support their families. I started this in 2019, but was shut down by the pandemic and then continued to be shut down by events in Madagascar. Last year, the price of vanilla dropped drastically, and the government of Madagascar set its own minimum price, which was a lot higher than the global price. So it created a lot of tension uh, and essentially kind of shut down the vanilla market. So there, there really wasn't anything for us to film last year. Also, there was a famine in the south of the country which our director, Gail Borgia, reported on. Uh, and she got a lot of backlash from the government, actually, because she showed people eating shoe leather. They were so hungry, they were boiling and eating shoe leather. Um, the government tried to discredit her. She fought back. It was a lot of crazy drama. And um, in the end, other news sources confirmed her findings. So, yeah, but still kind of crazy. Um in the first few months of 2022, the northeast coast of Madagascar was hit by five major storms, four cyclones and a tropical storm, which I'm sure you can imagine caused massive amounts of damage. Um, Gail was able again to report on the damage, the aftermath there, um, and, and actually uh, I've got links to her videos on the Voice of Vanilla website, which is just voiceofvanilla.com. Um, and so I definitely recommend checking those out. As for where we are right now, I am thrilled to announce that uh, we have a team back out in the field this week, uh, filming again with the Vanilla Farmers. So we are officially back in production. I'm bummed I can't be there, but my Malagasy team is really awesome. They're really talented. And um, I won't lie, it has been difficult to be on hold for so long. You know, people are constantly asking me about the film and how we're doing. And I'm like, uh, you know, it's um, we're not doing anything right now. Uh, so knowing that we're finally back in production is is just huge. It's massively huge. Um, and yeah, excited to see the footage that comes back from that and to share that with you guys. Definitely want to get the word out about what's happening in Madagascar. And so I'm probably going to be setting up some screenings 
even just of, of what we've done so far of the work we have in progress. Um, and that way we can start just raising awareness about what's happening there because you probably haven't heard much or anything about Madagascar because everything else taking up the news from the Ukraine to Will Smith to Johnny Depp now, just everything. Yeah. So since the beginning of the pandemic for me, I've had the opportunity to work on a bunch of reality TV shows and short documentaries, both as a camera operator. So this is sort of, you know, if you talk to filmmakers a lot of times, usually they've got multiple jobs that they do, right? So my day-to-day, my my employment, uh, my salary comes in from... Uh, being a camera operator, being a freelance camera operator, sometimes a media manager on these reality TV shows and documentaries. And so that's what I've been doing primarily for the past couple of years. These experiences have uh, given me a new appreciation for the skill it takes to get a good interview. Interviewing was something that I really, um, I took for granted before. I had developed it over many years of doing corporate videos and nonprofit videos, you just kind of get used to talking to people, helping them feel comfortable on camera. And um, it never occurred to me that I should maybe share what I've learned over all these years. So in the upcoming weeks, I'll be releasing an episode all about how to get good interviews because it really sucks to... You know, build a team, get all these people together, pay for equipment and locations, and then not get the footage you need because the subject was nervous or self-conscious and just didn't give good answers. There's no reason for that to happen. So I promise you, a good interviewer can get amazing answers out of anyone. And we'll be talking about how to do that. Speaking of interviews, though, I've actually spoken to a few awesome filmmakers about their films um, and their careers, and so I'll also be releasing those over the next few weeks. So we really have a cool season lined up, and I hope you'll stay tuned. Okay, so here is the painful lesson that I learned last year. And I'll be honest, it took me a while to be able to share this because I felt like such an idiot and I really beat myself up over it. Um, I hired a filmmaker coach in early 2021. She promised to not only teach me how to raise the money for my film, but also how to boost my career. Um, I paid her upfront for her services to the tune of $5,000. And um, I I only spoke to one person who had worked with her. And it was a person that she suggested that I talk to. Um, I quickly realized this person was a mess. Uh, the tutorials, quote unquote tutorials, were just all over the place. Um, she would show up late to our meetings or not show up at all. In the end, she did help a small amount with my crowdfunding campaign, but um, certainly did not provide the ability to raise all the money for my film and did not help with my career at all. So meanwhile, 
I happened to start watching the webinars with Show and Tell. And if you aren't familiar, I highly suggest checking them out. I am not sponsored in any way, uh, but their website is showandtell.film. Uh, with them, you're able to watch a lot of their webinars for free. Uh, each one is well organized uh, with specific actionable steps uh, that you can take to raise money and distribute your film. Um, having those two juxtaposed for me really emphasized how bad the service was that I had paid for. Uh, and that, that was painful. <laughs> um, granted, I realize in the grand scheme of things, $5,000 is chump change compared to the money that some people have blown trying to make it in the film industry. But for me, it's, it's a lot of money. So I'm not going to call out this person by name. Even if I did, there's probably a hundred people out there doing the same thing. So instead, I will give advice on how to avoid people like this. Um, number one, I would say make sure you can find a list of films that they have successfully helped fund and speak to at least three of those filmmakers. Now, the website of the film coach or consultant should definitely have a bunch of films that they've helped fund. And usually those filmmakers will have contact info either on their film's website or on their LinkedIn page. So reach out to those people independent of somebody telling you to reach out to them. Number two, when talking to those people, the filmmakers, some people might be hesitant to say anything bad. So really listen for red flags and read between the lines. If they're, if they're, you know, hemming or hawing about something, just take note of that. Number three, do not agree to buy a huge bulk package up front. If you've never ever worked with them before, start with some introductory sessions to make sure you work well with them, they're well organized, and they can provide you the information that you need in a way that's useful. And finally, don't move forward with a big expensive package until you feel comfortable and confident in that service. Beware of any, you know, limited time offer, you must act now kind of language. Uh, that's just a major red flag. So I hope those are helpful. I don't want to scare anyone away from, from coaches or consultants because there are definitely some people out there that can really help you. But there are also tons of the uh, Tony Robbinses of the world who are, you know, Full of shit and just charismatic enough to sell you a pile of it. So, you know, it's probably going to get a lot of hate for that, but that's okay. That's all I have for this week. Stay tuned for next week um, where I have an interview with filmmakers Sean Yupan and Nancy Wolf. And have a good one. Mm -hmm.